Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all. We are glad you are with us today on this uh, on this Wednesday. Bill Michael show getting underway and a lot to get to today as far as a full guest list. Coming up here in about 15 minutes, Dan Dockage, host on 93.5 and 107.5 FM, down, uh, the fan down there in Indianapolis. Going to talk with him about the Colts, a little uh, college hoops as well. Bruce Levine from 670 The Score, our good friend down there. He's going to give us a lowdown as to what's going on with the Cubs, with Theo Epstein walking away. Also uh, later on today, about an hour from now, as a matter of fact. Remember the former NBA center Marcus Camby? He's going to be here. We're going to talk with him. And then just after that, the former Wisconsin Badger running back, now with the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor, is going to join us. Uh, Zach Gelb is going to be here, host of the Zach Gelb Show over on CBS Radio Sports. And Austin Gale, the Associate Director for Content for Pro Football Focus, we're going to talk with him. Excuse me, we're going to talk with him today as well. So a lot, a lot coming up today on the program. So and we got into a lot of basketball yesterday, and obviously, rightfully so, because the Bucks had made the splash, and uh, the Bucks made some additional moves, uh, nothing regarding the personnel of, on the court, but more so off the court. Mike Dunlap, the uh, former head coach of uh, the Bobcats, and I think it was Loyola Marymount is where he was coaching. Uh, he is coming over to a coach with uh, Coach Budenholzer and Josh Oppenheimer. Remember that name? He was with Jason Kidd a while back. He is coming back to the Bucks after a stint away. So uh, both of those guys uh, coming into the coaching staff. Uh, I think they've got like two coaches for every player now, if I'm not mistaken, on this team. Holy mackerel, they got a lot of coaches. But that being said, I want to get back into, uh, into, the, uh, into the NFC. And one of the arguments, I shouldn't say argument, that's probably a bad term, but one of the things that has been stated is that this team's better than that team and the Bucks, or excuse me, the Packers aren't as good as this and aren't as good as that. And we had uh, yesterday Josh Tucker on and, uh, and, and Ross Tucker, excuse me, Ross Tucker. And Ross Tucker, our NFL insider, uh, our radio.com sports guy, and he, I, went, I asked him his power rankings. And the bottom line was he started going through these things, and the Packers were like third or fourth, okay? But you look at the NFC. The Packers beat the Saints. 
the Saints beat the heck twice out of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams have now beaten Seattle. Seattle has lost a few here as of late. Their defense, which they tried to bolster with Dunlap and Snacks Harrison, has not gotten much better, if at all. Um, the Bears are in a free fall. The Vikings are starting to come on. The Arizona Cardinals, with Kyler Murray it, just doing amazing things, him and DeAndre Hopkins, and that defense out there is pretty solid. So they got a big win over a good team coming out of the AFC, being the Buffalo Bills. I guess the point is that when you look from the at, at the NFC top to bottom, it, it's it's pretty good. So, but there's no standout, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is if you had to bet right now, and you said I'm going to put my house on this team to win the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC, or this team to make the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC, who would it be? Arizona? Because of head-to-heads, they technically hold the top spot in the NFC West. Seattle has gone from first to third. I mean, it's all going to play out by the time it's all said and done. But you get my point. Philadelphia, between them and the Giants, really stink. Dallas is terrible, and Washington's even even just as bad or even worse. New Orleans is sitting at 7-2. and two. They're tied with the Packers with the best record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at 7-3. and three. One additional loss, but two of those losses are by the Saints. Meanwhile, the Bears are in a free fall. They've lost four straight. The Vikings have turned things around after starting out one and five. They've now won three straight, and they're four and five, and they're climbing. So the way the NFC is right now, because it is so topsy-turvy, do you think this makes things easier for Green Bay going back to the old adage of any given Sunday, or do you think because it is so top-heavy, it's going to make things a lot tougher for Green Bay where the ultimate goal is reaching a Super Bowl? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Again, 855 830 Four eight. You want to chime in? Go ahead and do it. Also, hit us up over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Radio Joe at Radio Joe Sports. You can also find uh, our buddy Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass at Evan Heff twenty five. And you can hit us up over in the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. Facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. Find us over there. You can hit me up uh, the old-fashioned way if you want to call email that, BillMichaels at BillMichaelsSports.com. Does the balance in the NFC make things tougher or easier for the Green Bay Packers just because things are on a more level playing field, if you will? 855 if you want to chime in. Uh, this was from Caleb. Caleb writes in a Wendy's email inbox. He says, this is the year that it's wide open, which makes it all the more frustrating that Goody didn't go out and make a move. Uh, and, Caleb, we've, we've talked about that. Because things are not clear cut, and you don't have one dominant team you have to beat, and you're right in the mix with everybody else, was it better not to make a move? You know? 
Or do you think that because it is that wide open, you sh- you sh- really need to hedge your bets? You know, when you look at Seattle adding Snacks Harrison, when you look at t- other teams, I mean, Kansas City, a top team in the AFC, Pittsburgh, a top team in the AFC, Tampa Bay, a top team in the NFC, everybody's adding somebody, albeit, don't get me wrong, when Tampa Bay added uh, Antonio Brown, you got to wonder, did they know another another incident? You would assume they did, that another incident had happened. 855-830-8648. Uh, Jason. Jason writes in Wendy's email inbox, hey, guys, great topic. Uh, he says, I think that this is wide open and the Packers could win it, but then again, they could win in the opening round. If they don't get the first round by, the Packers, in my opinion, don't have a shot. But if it is wide open, why would you say that? I'm just asking. If it is wide open the way you feel, why would you say they don't have a shot? Because you would assume then if it is wide open that they do have a shot. That's the point. You know? 855-830-8648. We're going to come back to this. We want to preview what's coming up this weekend, and that is the Green Bay Packers on the road down in Indianapolis. And uh, we'll get a little bit of a look at the top ten in college basketball as uh, the Badgers find themselves squarely there. Our buddy down there in Indy on 93.5 FM and 107.5 FM, the fan in Indianapolis, Dan Dockich, uh, ESPN College Basketball analyst he's going to join us he's from indy so he's going to talk about that indianapolis team and he's going to give us the lowdown on college hoops dan is going to join us when we come back stay tuned for that this portion of the program being brought to you by good friends over there at bud light bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michael sports talk network don't forget tomorrow night six to eight andy herman ross uglum of the pack a day podcast uh that uh, pack dot packers dot or packer dot com podcast as well, you can go ahead and uh, give us a shout. And uh, tomorrow night, we're going to break it all down. We're going to look around the rest of the NFL, and it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. And Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Dan Dockage next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. Thanks, as always, on this Wednesday, getting you ready for Packers and Colts coming up. Packers right now sitting at 7-2 atop the NFC. Colts a pesky team. Last Thursday night, we watched them uh, really uh, in a very physical game play extremely well against a good Tennessee team. Joining us now from down there in Indy, one of my I've always said that's my favorite town when it comes to championships. Our good buddy host on 93.5 and 107.5 FM, the fan down there in Indy, Dan Dockich is with us. Dan, how you been? Oh, man, I am doing great. In fact, I'm driving by Lucas Oil Stadium right now, getting ready for a big weekend here in Indy. Indiana plays Ohio State. Your pack come in against our Colts. Fantastic. Fantastic. It is uh, going to be a good weekend. I want to start with the Colts. Uh, How impressed were you what they did on the road in Tennessee last Thursday night? 
best game they've played since maybe beating Kansas City last year in Kansas City. They played great. I was actually at the game. I went down there to see my daughter, and I'll tell you this. Um, they played defensively in the second half. Their corners were outstanding. Derrick Henry got 100 yards, but Derrick Henry get 100 yards against the 85 Bears. I mean, I get all that, but their corners were fantastic. Colts have made some good moves. Xavier Rose as a corner has been terrific. Uh, T.J. Carey as a corner has been terrific. But the whole thing um, relies on number seven, the quarterback. He has been really good. He was really good against uh, the Titans, and he has been really bad, uh, Phillip Rivers. And frankly, um, the defense is terrific. The run game, for whatever the reason, has been fairly non-existent, and Rivers has been off and on. If Rivers on, they're a tough team. The criticism nationally for Philip Rivers, the arm strength, the accuracy or inaccuracy, I guess. Um, so you tell me, is the criticism warranted? Yeah, well, the arm strength for sure. He's pretty accurate. Uh, like when he throws the ball, you know how the TV angle is. You assume it's going to be thrown pretty well. The problem, and this is what we all thought when he came in here, Bill, we thought that, you know what, this is a guy that makes a big mistake in the fourth quarter trying to force it. Um, you'll see the arm strength, you know, when you watch a guy, I don't know, Justin Herbert or someone like that, or Mahomes or, or your guy Rogers, I mean, that ball fires out of there. Uh, Rivers, it doesn't, but he has been pretty accurate. It's just, you know, we all sit there and we wait for a third or fourth quarter interception. That's big. And you know, it hasn't really happened, but there's absolutely no doubt that when you look at his arm strength and you look at it as compared to, you know, name a quarterback, it's not nearly there. So he's 16 years. He got you know 17 years. Got to get you know gut style that whole thing. Um, and he, and for the most part, he's been pretty good. Look, this is people forget. This is a six and three team. They lost to Jacksonville inexplicably to start the season. I think people kind of forgot about him. But this defense is good. Uh, Rivers has been okay, and a couple wide receivers have stepped up. The uh, yeah, you still got T. Y. Hilton, and when you look at uh, some of the guys that have stepped up, you talk about Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal. I mean, all those guys, uh, very solid. Jonathan Taylor, we're very familiar with as well. Taylor in that backfield. Talk about him both as a runner and as a catcher. He's struggled. You know, he. he I've talked to Frank Reich yesterday, and they're so high on him. And people, you know how the world is now. You're supposed to, after a big career, and everybody gets to see you at Wisconsin. You're supposed to come in and dominate. You're supposed to come in and be a combination of. Uh, you know, Gail Sayers, John Brockington, and Walter Payton, you know, but he's 21 years old. You know, he came out early. He's, he's figuring out a different run scheme. Um, he's going to be fine. The, 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 the thing that, you know, most Colts fans have said is, look, uh, we haven't seen that 4-3 speed, you know, and I don't think that's Jonathan's fault. I, I think that's a little bit of play calling. He, he, he and Naheem Hines kind of share the role. Hines got on a roll last week, so they went with him more than Jonathan. But, but let, look, Great kid, as you guys know better than I. Uh, Going to be a terrific player in the league. Uh, he's just a guy figuring it out. It's as simple as that. It's amazing to me, man. Somebody made the comment to me the other day. One, an NFL guy said, you know, Dan, more quarterbacks uh, are destroyed than are developed. And I'm not so sure that's the same thing with running backs. We expect the guy to come in here and, like I said, be a combination of greats. And, and he'll, he'll get there. He's just, you know, he's just not there yet. Talk about Frank Reich, because we give so much credit to Matt LaFleur, the creativity of the offense, the movement, the flow, the motion, and sometimes it doesn't look great, but Frank Reich seems to have this innate ability for play calling and to keep his team in a flow of a game. And he, it, to me, he was the perfect guy where Phillip Rivers ended up. It may not be pretty all the time, but Phillip Rivers seems to at times flourish in that offense. Do you see it the same way? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, look, it hasn't been a great offense. In fact, the national narrative that our offensive line is one of the greats in the NFL just simply isn't true. Does a great job pass protection, but the the run blocking has been awful. So they, so to your point, uh, the other night, you know, he went to a little reverse. He he went to a reverse when they had the ball in the twenty. Michael Pittman, I thought he was going to walk in the end zone. I mean, he got stopped on the one. Uh, Frank Reich is innovative. He's not afraid. I mean, he'll go for it on fourth down. He went for it on fourth down five times for crying out loud uh, against the uh, against the Titans. So you got to at, at different times you're going to have to play four down defense, not three. Um, but no, you're right. Sirianni, the offensive coordinator, and Frank Reich, they were rivers. They were together in San Diego. They were very comfortable. It was the guy the Colts wanted. You know, they were looking for a quarterback to replace Jacoby Brissett. There were a number guy a number of guys out there. Whether it was Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, hell, Tom Brady. Uh, and Andy Dalton, but they, they focused because of relationships and because of fit on Phillip Rivers. And, you know, um, six and three, they haven't played the toughest schedule. This is a gauntlet for them. The Colts, they, they played Baltimore late in the egg in the second quarter, played our second half, played, played a fantastic game. I thought all the way around against the uh, Titans. And now we'll see. As you know, I mean, the Packers are amazing because of how consistently good they are. Consistency is hard in this league, man. And I and I look at the Colts since they've had uh, Peyton Manning. Really, even with Andrew Luck, they were consistent in the end. But during the season, very up and down. And this is an up and down team. So tell me defensively how they go about slowing down some of the motion and some of the things that Aaron Rodgers and company do. I mean, I really like DeForest Buckner, uh, Justin Houston, and company who they picked up from Kansas City. But uh, do they? I mean, we're very familiar with Xavier Rose. I think he's a tremendous corner. But do they have enough to be able to kind of slow down what it is in your eyes? What uh, what Matt Lafleur com- and company bring? It's going to be interesting. Uh, this is a very fast defense with very fast linebackers. Uh, Darius Leonard goes side to side. He's a three down linebacker that that can run with anybody, and and so is Walker. Those guys play and they play well. Um, but as I've said on my show, look, the thing you got to do is, you can, in my opinion, in this game, you can't let it come down to you're up three, you're up four, you're up two, whatever, and Aaron Rodgers has the ball uh, with a minute and a half, two minutes to go, because you're going to get beat. The corners, as I said, they have been terrific. Buckner has been very good. There's a kid in the middle, and I always think this. I always think, and, and Aaron Rodgers is a little bit different, I think, because he can really obviously move and get out of the pocket. But middle pressure, I believe, is important. And I'm, Grover Stewart has been a godsend uh, in the middle of that defensive line. He's a guy for Packer fans to watch. I mean, if that dude plays or, or, or can dominate or what they call it, win at the line of scrimmage, the Colts' defense is much better. Houston, very active. Buckner, you know, he came as advertised. He's big. He's strong. He gives great push. Uh, linebackers are very good. Safeties are okay. Uh, there's a rookie back there, Julian Blackman. Uh, who has made big plays. And you know what happens when a guy makes big plays, right? Everybody thinks he's great. But as a defensive, right. long-time defensive coordinator told me, he goes, man, he's had the ball thrown over his head. And as a safety, you cannot have the ball thrown over your head. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But the defense is pretty good. Really good. Uh, I do want to ask you a little bit about college hoops before I let you go. Now, last year you and I were on the bandwagon of uh, what Greg Gardner was doing as far as being the coach of the year because I thought he did a tremendous job. This year, obviously, starting out in the top ten again. Uh, first of all, I, they make the announcement they're going to do the entire tournament in a bubble in Indianapolis. Now, they're going to utilize all the different gyms down there. Butler, can, uh, I don't even know what they call it anymore. It's not Conseco anymore, but where the, where the Pacers play. They're going to yeah, utilize all the gyms down there? 
it's what they say. I mean, I don't think it's official yet, but I, I, I drive downtown every day. You got Hinkle about five miles off of downtown, maybe three miles. You got uh, Banker's Life, which is where the uh, the uh, Pacers play. You've Banker's got Lucas Life. Oil Stadium right here. You've got the fairgrounds that hosts about seven thousand now. No, no more than that, about ten, twelve thousand. You know, truthfully, Indiana from downtown, I use only about forty five minutes away. Produce about an hour, hour fifteen. There's a lot of gyms here. I said, hell, let's go play it around high school gyms. We got Newcastle's got 10,000 people. That's all for yeah. Kent Benson and those guys. Hell, my high school gym's got 1,500. We'll put, we're Catholics, man. We'll put stands up if there's money to be made. You know, as Catholics, we'll sell beer, we'll do whatever you want. We'll put up, you know, we'll put up bleachers in the, uh, on the stage and let's go, baby. But no, it's going to be here and we're excited. Indy needs it. Indy's boarded up, man. Indy's a ghost town. Uh, yeah. And it, when that news came out, we got excited. I uh, do want to ask you about the Big Ten real quick. Uh, obviously, Greg Gard's guys, uh, he's hes coming back loaded again this season. A lot of expectation. Going to be a weird year. I understand that. But do you just expect them? To, they were really trending in the right direction when the season finally shut down last year after starting off rather rough. Do you expect them? It's hard to pick up where you left off. You know what I mean? It is, but with veteran guys in turbulent times, that's a good thing. You know, he's got veteran guys. Even Micah, you know, Potter, the veteran guy, has been around. Davison's been there since Jeff Settles was playing at Iowa, for crying out loud. You know, but, no, I do. I, I think Illinois, with the guys that they have coming back, I think Iowa, with what they've got coming back, I'm always going to put Michigan State in there. And Wisconsin, to me, those four teams, I think, are better than others. I, I Look, I, I look at Wisconsin, and, you know, you and I talked – and I, I was harping, you know, Greg Gard's coach of the year, and and I think he he was. And now I think everybody everything's settled in. It take it, you know people think because you're an assistant there, you immediately become the head coach, and it's easy. It's not. And you know, fans were on his ass, you know, all that kind of stuff because he wasn't Bo and all that. And you always want a big name to come in, you know. But I think he is the perfect coach for Wisconsin. I think he's settled in. I think Wisconsin's going to fight it out, assuming we have a. You know, a Big Ten season that goes, you know, more than five, six, seven, eight, nine games. I think uh, Wisconsin's going to be right there, and I do. And I think veteran guys in turbulent, turbulent times, man. Uh, you got to have patience. You got to adjust. Because, hey, man, games canceled. You know, you know, you, you might see freshmen lose their mind. Seniors like, hey, what the hell? Let's go to uh, the nitty gritty and have a good time. Right, no doubt. Always a pleasure, Dan. I know you got to run, you. but thanks for taking a couple of minutes, pal. We'll talk to you oh. soon. Always, thank you. All right, Thanks, pal. Bye. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's Dan Dockage. Oh, he's so good to talk to. So good to talk to him. He's right. I mean, last year we were pounding the drum because uh, when you watch just the emergence of Wisconsin Badger basketball and you thought, man, the job that Greg Gard did, it, 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 first of all, uh, we were the ones that were talking about him being the coach of the year before anybody else really was, but the way the season ended and they were trending in such an upward direction and winning the Big Ten, and it, just, it, it was just a kick to the solar plexus when the season just uh, kind of went by the wayside. So hopefully they can pick up where they left off and, and continue to march forward, or at the very least uh, kind of end the season the way they did and be trending in the right direction. Because really it's about uh, being hot, healthy, you know, lucky and good when you talk about going down the stretch and getting yourself involved in a championship. Uh, he joins us. Dan joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. I've been telling you, the, the warmer weather is here, and it's nice. It's beautiful. But over the weekend, we're going to get rain. The cold's going to come back, and then we're in the 40s again and uh, and 30s, beginning again next week. And that's 
probably going to be we're going to bounce around a little bit but you know it's coming you know winter's on its way and till the end of the month think about this for any of you that go to pelletwi.com go and get that that free consultation if you're thinking about windows uh windows or doors patio doors front doors whatever it happens to be go to pelletwi.com set up your consultation free consultation and if you decide to buy at your initial consultation uh, they're going to give you an additional 5% off. Now, if you don't, that's fine. It's still on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years all the way through the end of the month at PellaWI.com. But think about uh, the four things you want out of windows and doors. One, you want to beautify your house, okay? Everybody knows that. Secondly, economical. You want to keep the cold out, the heat in, and vice versa in the summertime. Three, you want to add value to your home. I mean, that's you want the home's value to go up because if you're thinking about selling your house in the next two, three, four, five years, right now houses are at a premium. So you can add some value to your house and get your money back and plus some. And then for security, in today's day and age, you want to feel safe at home. You don't want to have to put a stick in the door and worry about things. And they give you all of that. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And tell them we sent you. When we come back, Bruce Levine. We're going to talk about Chicago Cubs baseball, life after Theo, and the rest of the NL Central. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Our good friends at EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com bring you this segment of the program. Check out uh, Sean and his gang and all the beautiful work they do, whether it's epoxy flooring, polyurea coating, different colors, different finishes. They do so much, and the best part is they warranty it for life, for life. So uh, we've had more than a few just glowing positive letters from listeners who have had their floors done from Sean and the gang. Go to EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That's EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. Dot com and see for yourself. Boy, they got some uh, some news yesterday down in Chicago, didn't they? Uh, Theo Epstein uh, walking away from the Cubs, and uh, now we talk to our buddy Bruce Levine from uh, 670 The Score and their baseball analyst there. Bruce, how you been? I'm doing good, Bill. Uh, yeah, it was a, uh, a busy day yesterday with uh, Epstein uh, stepping up and moving away from the job of uh, president and GM after nine years with one year left on the contract. But it wasn't necessarily uh, something we were surprised at. Uh, the the assumption and the uh, language was all about from uh, owner Tom Ricketts and Epstein uh, in October that this was going to be the last year, that 10 years was enough for any executive, no matter how successful uh, they may be. And, uh, you know, they just decided to uh, step it up a little bit here now and uh, go for the uh, – future uh, president and GM in uh, Jed Hoyer. Well, that was going to be my next question. It didn't seem like people were shocked. Um, I think people were more uh, – for myself, I remember going back to 2015 when they, they got into the NLCS and they lost uh, to the Mets, I believe it was. And I remember the talk about the time about the team they put together that it was going to be a dynasty. It was going to be five years, six years, seven years. And then they won the World Series, and you kind of thought, well, is it coming to fruition? Now, he will forever be etched in the memories uh, of every Cubs fan as the guy that put a World Series championship back in the trophy case in Chicago. It just never 
the dynasty portion of it never materialized, right? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, naive in uh, sports and in particular in baseball to talk about uh, dynasties any longer. I mean, the last one that was even uh, close to that was uh, the uh, Yankees back in the late 90s and uh, early 2000s. Uh, they were they were pretty darn close to dynasty winning, you know, four World Series in probably six years. But uh, it's just too difficult. And it's going to be continue. It's going to build. It's going to continue to be more difficult with the added layers of playoffs uh, in baseball. Now, now that they're stuck on the fact that you know this year they had more than half the teams in the playoffs, uh, they're going to come close to that in the future. So uh, the money grab for sports and now baseball uh, precludes anybody being able to be dominant because in a short series, uh, it's a hot pitcher, it's a hot team, not the best team that wins. Now. In this shortened season, you had two of the best teams record-wise, the best teams, Tampa and L.A., ending up as champions. But in a normal 162-game season, that's very difficult. I uh, I look at the, the what, what's left behind after Theo you know walks away, and the stars. It seems like everybody's on the trading block, or at least they'll talk to anybody about anybody. Uh, Joe Madden's gone. I mean, things have really, since that World Series, things have really changed, haven't they? Yeah, they have quite a bit. And uh, a lot of the problem for the Cubs, you know, they they had great success. And as you said, Epstein will always be remembered as the man who brought a world championship back to the, the Cubs after 108 years. But um, their their minor minor league system has failed over the uh, the nine-year period. They They developed very good young players that are still part of the core, and they had to trade some all-stars to keep the uh, ball going. But the failure to develop pitching uh, over nine years is uh, something that uh, uh, prevented them from winning more championships and being uh, going deeper playoff runs and now being a questionable a team as far as uh, who, who they are going forward. Uh, that, that has to be rectified. <clears throat> Their minor league system appears they have some good players coming up now, but uh, the, the idea that you didn't produce one pitcher of significance in nine years is, is kind of stunning and, and leaves them in a situation where they need to really work on bringing in more new players now and developing their own. Talking with Bruce Levine, 670 The Score baseball analyst, talking about the Cubs, the National League Central. Bruce, did you take away anything from this season that you enjoyed, say, extra innings with a runner at second base or shortening it to seven innings in, in double headers or such? Was there anything that you looked at that you thought, okay, maybe this this is something good that they could, you know, kind of uh, indoctrinate into the rest of, you know, Major League Baseball? Uh, no, you know what? I'm I'm an old geezer, okay? So uh, <laughs> I'm hard to – Please, I do. I do like the DH in both leagues now. I think it uh, gives the uh, evenness of uh, playing uh, inter interleague games as well as uh, nobody really enjoyed watching pitchers uh, flail away and maybe get a bunt down. You know, certainly it was something that I I liked. I liked the National League style of play, but <clears throat> uh, pitching being what it is right now and. Um, you know, using as many pitchers as everybody uses. I think uh, the DH is the proper thing to uh, have going forward, although we don't know that we're going to have it in 2021. That has to be negotiated. But I don't like the uh, the idea of putting a guy at second base. I think that everything in sports 
and baseball in particular, must be earned. That's that's what makes the sport great. You earn a double. You earn a single and steal a base. You 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 earn a walk and somebody bunts you to second. Uh, not putting a runner there for no reason, uh, just to help shorten a game and save a pitching staff. To me, you know that's contrived. You know that's that's video game type stuff. I don't like it. I, I know a lot of people thought it was interesting, added some drama to the game. Uh, to me, that's not that's not the nature of the game. Do you feel that this offseason is going to be easy, tumultuous, uh, ongoing? If you, you know, what, do you, what are your thoughts when it comes to baseball, the, the CBA, the players, and the owners? So in baseball, just like all the sports now, follow the medicine, okay? That's what you have to do. Uh, COVID is going to predict uh, how the free agent season goes, how trades go, how many games are played, um, how teams are put together, how a minor, uh, if there will be any minor league games, uh, how the minor league system will go. So, uh, again, I don't think we're, we're any different now than we were um, six months ago when we were uh, every, shut everything down, and then uh, or nine months ago when we shut everything down. And uh, getting 60 games in was great, great entertainment. It was great for everybody. But um, the idea that uh, we're – we're going to have a 162 game season just because we're, uh, you know, over a year away from uh, the pandemic starting in uh, this country, I think is naive. So follow that. Know, know that the owners don't know what their revenue streams are going to be. And that's going to be hard on players and free agency and deciding what they get paid this year, what percentage, uh, if there isn't a full season. And again, uh, I was one of the privileged uh, reporters to go at watch games in person with people with, with players in the ballpark and only 10 or 12 reporters. And it was awful. Uh, the, the game was much better on television and radio because uh, you didn't see the empty ballparks and hear the empty sounds. Um, I, you know, again, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, with, with science and, getting, uh, you know, some ways to protect yourselves. We'll have fans in the stands. But uh, the game is not going to be healthy until all the people are healthy and able to come back. Real quick before I let you go, the National League Central, Trevor Bauer says no to the Cincinnati Reds, going to go to the free agent market. We know that uh, the Cubs are in flux right now with some of their personnel moves. The Brewers are trying to figure things out with very little money because they rely so much on the gate. We we know what the Cardinals got going. Who seems right now best poised to come back and at least have enough talent to say that's going to be the best team in the division at this point? Honestly, I like the uh, Dodgers, Padres, and White Sox. Uh, I really okay. think that those are those teams that are, are still have the arrow pointed up, even though the Dodgers are world champions and have been there uh, to the World Series three times in four years. Uh, the Padres have a tremendous amount of their own talent and need to add, need to add maybe one or two players. The White Sox are the same way. Uh, if you add Bauer uh, to the Padres or to the White Sox, I think a lot of people will tell you that those are World Series uh, teams even with the Dodgers in the same division. So um, those are the teams I think that the least amount of moves uh, and they're, they're ready to uh, make it all the way to the World Series. Bruce, always great to talk to you. Hopefully we're at spring training again this year. We can see fans in the stands and get back to somewhat a sense of normalcy. Stay safe, my friend, okay? All right, Bill. Thank you. 
Appreciate it, buddy. There you go. Bruce Levine, 670 The Score, baseball analyst, joining us on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. Call him, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. You can find him at MLB Bruce Levine, at MLB Bruce Levine. And this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. If you've been feeling down, if you've been feeling like you've been putting on weight, you want to jumpstart an all-new you, uh, maybe things in the bedroom have not been great. There's so many different things that they do they can help you with and help you kind of reinvigorate yourself. But you can't do anything if you don't call. You can't. Uh, It doesn't matter the location. Just call the one number, 414-455-4451, That's the New Mail Medical Center. Locations uh, all over Wisconsin uh, and beyond the borders as well. Again, 414-455-4451, and it really does work. Yes, it does. When we come back, the Brewers say no. We'll tell you what they're talking about. Coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are back in the practice field to get ready for a road game against the Colts. Green Bay, the number one seed in the NFC, but they barely got past the last place Jaguars in a 24-20 win at Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers asked yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, why was it such a struggle to beat Jacksonville? It's hard to win in the league, so a lot of times you play a team that has one win, and there's an expectation of not just a win, but a blowout. And if you don't do it, all these uh, media-termed ugly wins that we had, that was the sentiment maybe outside the building. I think inside the building, you know, I think we were uh, very positive. Uh, I think the defense played really well. And offensively, you know, we turned the ball over twice, but I think the elements at times can even the playing field a little bit Sunday. And also, you know, there's a lot of pride in that team and a lot of good young players uh, in Jacksonville. I know they're, you know, one and eight, but... uh, but they didn't just roll over and, and take a beating. You know, they, they played hard and stopped the run really well and made us, uh, made us pretty one-dimensional. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Hey, don't forget our good friends over there at Quick Trip. They have, if you're sitting there asking yourself, what is for dinner? What's for dinner? Our friends over there at uh, Quick Trip, they've got take-home heat and eat meals. Just stop in, grab them. They make them fresh every morning. And you can stop in, grab one, take it home, whatever it happens to be. Uh, You know, fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. Uh, beef stroganoff, they've got uh, roasts, they've got turkey, whatever it happens to be, mashed potatoes, stuffing, all that kind of good stuff. And all you do is take it home, heat it, and eat it. You're good to go. They make them fresh every day, get them to the coolers, and then uh, then they're there for you. And that's the way they've been doing it. Don't forget to use your quick rewards card while you're there as well and uh, swipe that thing because they uh, – they uh they you know they continue to give you uh you know different deals money off at the pump even so good stuff 
Um, so the Milwaukee Brewers, in case you didn't uh, didn't know, uh, have said no. According to uh, reports, the Mets tried to come a calling to talk to Brewers president David Stearns. John Morosi saying the Mets denied permission to even interview the Brewers president of baseball operations. So uh, the Mets came calling. And Mark Antanasio said, no, Stearns is the Brewers president of baseball operations and general manager, so the Mets gig would have been a lateral move and maybe something slightly less than that since Sandy Alderson is going to be the Mets overseeing uh, you know, president for the time being. But uh, um, it, you know, in this story it says, I don't know that the Brewers were wrong to deny per- permission, generally speaking, but the fact uh, that they did underscores how valuable – they deem David Stearns, whom the Brewers extended before the 2019 season. And uh, like manager Craig Council, Stearns is very likely, uh, and he's very good at what he does, he's very likely going to be around a, a long time, allowing the Brewers to be competitive uh, the last several, uh, several years, despite rosters that didn't appear overwhelmingly impressive on the surface. They've been able to put together the lightning-in-a-bottle roster, and uh, between him and Craig Council, they've been able to make it work. Now, we all, as Brewers fans, want to see them go for it. You know, you'd know, you love to see a guy like Trevor Bauer, you know, end up end up in the Milwaukee Brewers uh, rotation, right? I mean, that that's legit. You know, he's going to be out there, and he said no to Cincinnati, but it's going to take a bunch of money, and you just don't think that the Brewers are going to spend a bunch of money, especially with the, cert- with the uncertainty of COVID and such as to whether or not you're going to allow fans in a stance. Here's something to think about, though. The Golden State Warriors are petitioning the city now that when the NBA season starts, they want to be at 50% capacity inside the arena. If that is allowed to happen and they can do it safely, many ballparks and arenas are looking over their shoulder to say, okay, how can you do this? And if you can do it, that means we can, we too can start allowing fans back into the stands. So... There's some optimism and some hope. Obviously, we're hearing more and more each and every day about vaccinations and such. So uh, cross your fingers that it all comes to fruition. Hey, coming up next, remember the name Marcus Camby. That's right. The former NBA center, he will join us. And then right after that, Jonathan Taylor, the Badger, former Badger running back and now a standout running back with the Indianapolis Colts. He's going to be here right after that. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.